Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who love thrifting and have been reselling online for the past few years. We are sharing all of our best tips and tricks along the way, as well as setting goals and updating our progress each week with brand new episodes every Tuesday. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. This week, we are doing a part two episode all about live selling on Poshmark. Yes, we had put some polls up on our Instagram story this week and got some responses and some thoughts from everyone else to see what they've been thinking about live selling lately and how they're going to be incorporating it into their business. Yes. But before we get into all of that, what is going on this week? Well, I had a sale over the weekend. So that was kind of fun. I hadn't had a sale, like a formal sale, I think since for sure November. And even that one, I think was a little bit thrown together, which this one was too, but I don't know. This felt like the first one in a while that was like a legit sale. (laughs) Yeah. So I ran the $25 sales where Everything that was $100 or less in my closet was going to be $25 for just the weekend. And Mm. then anything under the $25 mark was two for 25. So I did a little bit of prep, just moving some price points around. So like more things would be included in the sale that I was wanting to clear out. And then raising a few things like out of that threshold too, that I didn't want to sell for $25. Overall, it went really good. I think I sold almost 50 items. And I did most of the promo. Yeah, I did most of the promo on Friday and then just kind of let it ride through the weekend. Yeah, I was happy with that. I I cleared out a lot of stuff that I've been hanging on to for a while. A few newer things. I'm always so surprised that, I don't know, I feel like every time it's been a while since the last time I've had a closet sale, I'm like always worried once I start running it that like all my best stuff is going to sell for like so cheap. It just never seems to be the case. It seems like a really good mix every time. So that was good. Amazing. And yeah. Congrats. Ending my January in a, in a little better spot with a good sales weekend. So that was true, really fun. True. Great time. Except for, of course, I ran out of shipping labels as I like went to sh- print the labels for my sale yesterday. <laughs> it was like Monday morning and I, you know, downloaded all the shipping labels, pressed print and about like 10 of them printed off and then it was out of paper. I think we talked about this before, but I buy these like kind of off brand shipping labels that come in like a pack of four I think oh yeah count rolls or 200 count rolls so they last a while I was looking at my Amazon cart and I hadn't I hadn't bought them since like last July so they last me like a good six or seven months wow yeah of course when I had the sale just had that's when it runs out (laughs) (laughs) so luckily they were they were on prime they showed up at like before 8 a.m. at my house this morning, the next day. So was able to get everything shipped out today. Love but it. Can't recommend those off-brand labels enough. It's literally $28 for four big rolls of them. I know you sold me on it. I'm still I'm still working through it. I know. <laughs> you just don't have to think about it for a while, but then yeah, keep an eye when you're on your last roll. True. <laughs> and then another... I've been working on a project here, or I, I thought of a project I want to work on. 
I wanted your thoughts on it a little bit. So ever since I started sourcing at Last Chance, I've been buying a lot more shoes. Like, I feel like I used to never really source shoes. Yeah. Like, maybe in my closet of, like, 500 items, I'd have, like, 10 pairs at any given time. So it wasn't, like, a big issue trying to store them. I have, like, my Ikea wardrobes that I use for my inventory. And one of the wardrobes has, like, a little shelf section at the bottom of it that would, like, perfectly fit, like, 12 pairs of shoes. I would just put them in there. But now I've been going to Last Chance pretty much, like, every Friday or once a week for, like, a couple months now. The main category I've been focusing on is shoes. So I have a ton of shoes compared to what I used to have. I've be just been, like, adding them to that shelf. It's honestly shameful. I, I, I'm going to post about it. I might make a reel as I redo my inventory of my shoes here. But, yeah, it was getting really bad. They were, like, crammed in, piled in. I'm starting <laughs> to worry that, like, I don't think, like, the shoes were going to get damaged, but, like, kind of get I mean, they were really on top of each other. So I guess damage would be the right word. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> kind of, kind of um... scrunch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not what you want. Um, and plus, it was just horrible. Like, you know, I have more shoes in my inventory. And a lot of the last chance stuff, like I, those have been like some of my faster flips from last chance, which is good. But it was just a nightmare trying to find shoes in there to ship them to. <laughs> it's like they're all falling out all over you. Yeah. So I have dreamed this week of redoing my shoe inventory. And I think I want to do it the way that I've seen Mogi Beth has hers organized. I saw in like an old YouTube video she posted of an inventory system. So I don't even know if this is how she currently does it still. But <laughs> what I'm going at a with. point in time. At a point in time, this. she was doing this. <laughs> and basically you pre-box all the shoes. So you like use the post office medium flat rate boxes that are like the shoe size shoe box size then you're able to build all the boxes put the shoes in the boxes and then you can like label the outside of the box just like write the number on it or like you can buy those inventory numbered stickers and then that way you just have a bunch of like neatly stacked up boxes rather than having like a pile of shoes collapsing on me every time I open it and then it, she said she started doing this in the video that I had watched that she always like dreaded shipping shoes, which is exactly how I'm feeling right now because <laughs> it was just so stressful and having them like pre box. She's like, I love when shoes like it's already boxed up. Like, yeah, throw the label on. And that was just resonating with me, I guess. So I went to the post office today after I dropped off my stuff from the sale and they had a whole bunch of boxes of the free supplies available. So I grabbed about like, probably 50 or 60 of those shoe box size. <laughs> and I'm planning to redo my shoe inventory. So stay tuned. And yeah, let me know how you store your shoes. If you're a reseller that sells a lot of shoes. Yeah. It's all new to me. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. You'll have to show us the final results of where all the shoes are going to go. Cause yeah, that'll be way more handy than the current method any method where you have to like pull everything out and just exactly dig is like <sighs> and then i'm just like always in a rush so that i'm like just cramming them back in it's like some of the pairs don't even buy each other anymore like it's not good <laughs> yeah i know maddie was like oh you should take a video for our instagram and i was like well i already pulled 
about half of the shoes out and it's like seriously like a mary poppins bag i don't know how they were in there before because it still looks small you might have to just start the video there of like yeah (laughs) it looks like when you order a big bowl of pasta and then you like feel like you ate like so much already and then the the pasta looks exactly the same like none of it's gone yeah that's what the shoes are like (laughs) i don't know how they were in there so i'm excited about that i just feel so much better when that's done and then I kind of also want to revamp a few things in my inventory for summer, just because the way I store my inventory, I have like all the dresses together. And then I have like all the sweaters and jackets together. I did this last year where it's like in the spring and summer, I like having all the dresses like out in my main posh room and have the sweaters and jackets like in my, they're stored in the closet in my guest bedroom. And then I like basically swap it for the season that way. Yeah. I'm not having a lot easier of access. Room. Yeah. yeah. The stuff that's hopefully selling during the season <laughs> is a little more like right at my fingertips. So nice. Yes. And then, okay. So I wanted to follow up on one of my uh, 2023 goals. So I talked about how this year I wanted to be like a lot more diligent with my end of month routines. And we're coming up here on the end. Of, it's the last day of January as we're recording this. Mm. and it's gonna be my first big time doing my new end of month routines and I'm kind of just feeling like what are the things that I want to keep track of because I don't want to like make it too overboard and like too detailed where I'm getting too in the weeds yeah I want to make sure like what I'm doing is actually like valuable to me and like keeping me organized and like focused on like improving for the next month and also making sure that I'm like profitable (laughs) every month right yeah. Check of the numbers a little better rather than doing it like, I mean, to be honest, how I'm doing for like last year of like pretty much catching up my bookkeeping for the last like six months all in. Right. All in time for the end of the year. So trying to be better about that this year. I just wanted to brainstorm if we had any great ideas for me, Maddie, of like what things I should be like keeping track of for that. Yeah, I have a couple ideas that I think it would be cool for you to try. And I also want to try them. The first one would be to run your sales report on, you know, at the end of the month, just for that month. So you can see, you know, what items are selling. I think you should keep like some kind of Excel or Word doc that just summarizes like how the month went and have some kind of like template. So then you can just like use that every month and then you can compare them to each other. So you could look at your sales for the month and have like your top three brands, your top three categories, um, maybe your like average selling price, average cost, just some of those like key metrics. And then I think it'd be helpful too for you to just write out like a couple sentences about like what you were doing that month. Like Ooh, I was sourcing yeah. at last chance. I don't know like how detailed you want to be with it if you wanted to like just keep a record of like when you sourced if it was a lot for you it might be kind of hard but like just so you knew kind of like where your inventory was coming from that month I feel like that'd be interesting then in the next couple months to see like how it plays out and just like how like how you think the month went of like oh like I had a lot of live shows I noticed a lot of bundles like in the moment thoughts that like we normally talk about on the podcast but it'd be nice to have like in one spot that you could just yeah so you can compare it month to month 
I feel like that would be like a little reflection hour <laughs> that you have. Yeah. And then I think if you kept your, I mean, as we just heard, you don't have a lot of expenses, you know, besides the sourcing stuff, like the the labels that you buy every six months or whatever, but keeping your expense tracker of just like, you know, Amazon labels, $20 or whatever, and the date, like keeping all of that up to date each month. So then you, you know, I do that too, where it like... <laughs> I feel like every August I'm like, oh, I'm going to like do the like, track yeah. expenses and I catch up because it's just easy to put all your receipts in a spot and then like deal with it later. But that could be another thing that I feel like once you did it for like two months, it would be like not overwhelming to do each. Yeah. For expenses too, like I kind of want to know the breakdown of like how much I spent at like regular Goodwill the bins, last chance, just like kind of know those totals more and like enter those receipts in the monthly time, not like just whenever I feel like it throughout the year. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? <laughs> what, one like metric I want to know, but I got to figure out an easy way to figure this out. Maybe it's in the Poshmark report. On average, like this month, like how, what was like the average amount of days of the sales I made that month, like how long they'd been sitting for? Oh, I think that might be in the report. Yeah. I know in the inventory one, it says that. Okay. Yeah. I think I've seen it somewhere too. I might be um, thinking of the inventory one now that I, I don't know if the sales, I know. I think the sales has a listing date. Okay. Yeah. Cause I kind of want to know that information of just like on average things are selling within 30 days or 60 days or like, I really don't know where I'm at with something. So that would be right. good to know. Cause I do want to try to be better too, like going forward of like, hanging on to stuff for like three years if it's not working you know what I mean <laughs> like yeah. getting rid of it at some point so yeah I want to keep track of that and then like you were saying yeah the expenses and then I really want to know basically with the expenses versus my sales on all platforms like I want to keep really close track this year of like my profit each month basically yeah because that's where one where when you're not good about keeping track each month that it's like I don't really know where I'm at for profit until like the next time I do this so right so I think it'll be good to have that check-in time to do that. So I'm excited. I'm actually excited to do this. I'm going to like block off either Thursday or Friday this week and get it done for January. It feels so legit. This is like what Maddie does at her regular job. And now I'm like so <laughs> official. I love it. I'm going to have to schedule yeah. some calls with you just for fun. Just so like. Perfect. <laughs> Make a PowerPoint of the results. Oh, great idea. <laughs> yeah. Let, it, let me know if you guys want a recap of my January once I have all this data. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. A lot of this stuff is like things that we would look at when we do a quarterly update. But yeah, just looking at it every month, I feel like that'll be super helpful, helpful to have. And I mean, like this month, it'll probably take longer to like set up, like if you use like Get a the systems going. Yeah. If you use like a Google Drive or something, but then once you have it ready, you can just copy it and kind of tweak it each month. Um but I love it. Yeah, I'm excited. I feel like it's like good to do on a monthly basis. It was good to do it on a quarterly basis too, obviously. Cause it's like, I want to have a good quarter, but it's like, if you only do it on a quarterly basis, it's like too late to fix it. If you didn't keep right during the first part of the quarter, you know? So I think it'll be good. What is new with you this week? A couple things. I have a couple updates. So 
the first update is super, super positive and just like, wow. I mean, I took our advice and it's working. <laughs> <laughs> we but, love to hear the testimonial. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you really can't discount sharing your closet. Like it's so, it's so simple. Like nobody wants to talk about it because it's just like, so, you know, the first thing everyone talks about, but I was doing a terrible job of sharing my closet over I'd say Q4 of 2022, <laughs> if we're being transparent. And I have been really good about it the last couple of weeks, and I have noticed a big difference. <laughs> um, it is really exciting to just get like a random offer on <laughs> That had not been happening. Yeah, I'm really, it's really motivating and like making me want to get back into being active on Poshmark of just like making a couple sales really just like lures you back in, you know? So <laughs> I'm really just really enjoying that. And yeah, if you're not sharing your closet three times to, like a day, try it out. <laughs> try it out. It really works. <laughs> yeah. Even more if you can. Yeah, exactly. The more the, lots the, going. the better. Yeah. <laughs> I have been tracking my, so in the, where is it? It's in like seller tools or something where it says like how many self shares oh. you've had in the last 30 days. Yeah. The I've posh been, stats. Oh, posh stats. Yeah. I have been keeping an eye on that number and it has like significantly increased, but I'm tracking that heavily to make sure I'm staying up on things, but. But yeah, that has been amazing. And then not as amazing, but falls into what we're talking about today. So <laughs> I, after we recorded last week, I was super inspired to have a live show because we had all the tips, you know, we had all the thoughts and yeah, I had a live show on a night. Honestly, it took like not a lot of time to prep. I used items I already had and just hung them all up added the numbers to the listings, added them to the show. But yeah, it did not go well. <laughs> so I have a couple, I sold zero items. <laughs> and yeah, I do have a question. If it says, <laughs> sorry, I'm if scared. it says one person is in the show, is that you? <laughs> or is I that somebody it is. else? Okay, because I started the show and then there was only, it said one person was there for like the first, like, it probably was like a minute, but like, it felt like forever. And I didn't know if I should be like talking, like. Yeah, talking to yourself or is it, because then I was are like, you one-on-one? -on -one? It would be weird for someone to join. And then I'm like, hello, <laughs> you know. Welcome so to I my closet. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to start talking as if there's like, hey, everyone, thank you so much for joining yeah but yeah I guess I was alone so that's <laughs> that's embarrassing but yeah like not a lot of people nobody requested any items it, it just like it was kind of rough I just like was showing items I hung on there for 45 minutes which I think I should have you know just called it a day after like 20 minutes but it, the the numbers of people in the show kept like ebbing and flowing where I'm like, maybe this is going to be the moment. Like this could be gonna, the buyers. It's going to turn around here. But yeah, that was 
that was rough. I mean, it's so humbling to have a live show like that. It's just like, I feel like everyone in the world should experience that because it's, it's just good like, for your wow. character Keeps you puts you in your place makes you feel really small <laughs> no <laughs> that's sad you did such a good job no, it's like the world doesn't revolve around you is kind of what i meant like you know there's other a lot of other stuff going on that people would rather be watching i guess i don't know no like, <laughs> i'm kind of changing my tune on live shows i'm not sure i'm definitely gonna try again just because of like the plan for my Poshmark this year is to like get my closet size down a little bit. And like, I feel like we'll talk about this more with the responses, but like clearing out inventory I already have, like a live show, if they work, is a good place to do that. So I'm definitely going to try again, but it was just like a little disheartening. And so then I was like, after the show, I was like, okay. Like, there's just nobody watching any shows tonight? Or what's going on? There was a show going on that had luxury items, $10 starts. How do I yeah. compete with that? Like, <laughs> I, I was starting my stuff at $10. And it's like, I understand why no one was at my show. But like, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just competitive. It's competitive. Yeah. But also... You could have done it a different night and it could have went totally different. Like, I feel like sometimes once the show's off to a slow start, it just gets buried under the other shows for some reason. Right. And yeah. There are well, always yeah. those big shows where people are literally starting Gucci at $1. <laughs> and like um, giving all these giveaways and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's people that kill it doing that. Like, and then people, there's actually so many people there that those items get bid up. Like they're not selling for $10. So it's not comparable to like what you were trying to do, but it's just like, yeah. Hot well, and like if other people knew about how, if it says there's one person in the show, it's just the seller and they joined, like I would leave too. That's awkward. <laughs> See, that's what it is. When it gets up to a slow start, it's really hard because it's like, if when I go to a show, even if there's like three or four people, I'm like, I gotta leave. It's too uncomfortable <laughs> like <laughs> to even watch. And I've had shows like that too, Maddie, that are like crickets. That's what some of the nights I like go live and like no one's there. And I like literally like pretend my phone glitch and just leave. And that's, like I don't even yeah. say goodbye and then I just like restart the show and sometimes it's better sometimes it's like okay but yeah it's like it is so uncomfortable though but it happens to everyone it is a heartbreaker when you spend time prepping a show and then it doesn't necessarily pay off that night yeah I have all of the stuff from the show I had like still hanging on the rack so I'm thinking about just trying the exact same show like sometime this week yeah. or next week see how that goes if it if it flops again then maybe i'll like switch out some of the items just to like for my own sake so i don't have to be selling these same items <laughs> <laughs> can only or like so add a much. few like like eye grabbing pieces that's a, kind of a tip too is like if yeah. you have like a couple things that you got a pretty good deal on that you wouldn't mind parting with just so you can like promo your show on Instagram being like, this are going to be the show tonight. Like have some exciting items, but yeah. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. I've, I've just been trying to focus not so much on the prep. Just like I've been leaving my rack prepped and then like, I can just basically pop up whenever right. I feel like it. So I'm not feeling like I'm going out of my way prepping a show. Cause it's heartbreaking. If you prep a show and then like it flops and then you feel like you have to start from square one the next time. 
Yeah, and I've had shows in the past where I've been like down on myself thinking the show didn't go well, but I sold like 10 things. And now I'm like, if I would have sold one thing. Oh, <laughs> so, like, so true. A true flop just, really puts you in, makes you grateful. <laughs> exactly. Where I'm like, I thought I flopped before. Oh, boy. <laughs> but yeah, that leads us in perfectly to the topic today, which we shared a lot of thoughts about live selling last week. And yeah, we're just dying to know how other people are feeling about it. Like, are we in, you know, the majority, minority with our thoughts? So we put some polls up on our Instagram today to get some feedback. And the first poll we did was just to get a gauge of like, are people like trying live selling or not? So we asked, have you tried live selling on Poshmark? And the majority, 82% said no, which I kind of found surprising. Yeah, that is surprising. I guess I'm surprised and not surprised because I guess when I think about it, it seems like there are like a handful of people that are like drink the Kool-Aid on the live selling and are really into it. And then maybe a lot of people still haven't tried it or people haven't been able to get in on the I don't know if it's still a test group or like if everyone has True. access yeah. or even able to. Yeah. It was surprising because I, I think since you and I have done live shows and we like, especially on the social media, like people we follow, a lot of people have done them as well. In like our corner of the world through our lens, it seems like <laughs> everyone's doing live selling, but that might really not be the case. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, this is good information to have. We're, like you're saying, like, it seems like everyone is doing live selling so like you know when i have the show that literally i'm the only person at i'm like wow what a failure <laughs> oh, <laughs> everyone's no. doing this but it's like most people are not doing live selling and making sales on poshmark you know what i mean so it's not it's not um fully taking over yeah and i think it's still kind of hard to tell if it's like a fad or if it's like here to stay or if it's like really just hot it's gonna be like a moment we look back on being like remember when we all did live selling for like that few months yeah so yeah that that was interesting seeing those results from that one okay then we had a follow-up question to that one for the people for the 18 percent that had tried live selling <laughs> do they plan to continue live selling in 2023 and the answers were yes no or maybe so it seems like a lot of people are kind of in the same boat as us 44 percent was the majority said maybe I kind of take that to mean like people are interested in, you know, factoring it into their business in some capacity, but not sure exactly what that looks like or the frequency. So that was interesting. And then 33% of people said, yes, they are planning to continue with it. And then about a quarter of the people, 22% said, no, they're done. They're done. <laughs> sometimes yeah. we're done. Sometimes we're at the yes. We don't know. I feel like we're <laughs> <Sometimes>, in the maybes. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm definitely in the maybe category right now. Where, yeah, you're trying to figure out, I mean, if I have one good sale, though, I would be like, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's exactly me. Because I've had the nights where I literally, I think I had one where I sold just one thing, which honestly, I'm thankful for. Like, I should always be thankful to sell something. Right. But 
after that night, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I don't know if I should be doing spending my time on this. Da, 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 da. And then I randomly went live like the same time the next week. And there was like 50 people at my show. And it was like amazing. So I like I can't figure it out, honestly. Yeah, it's it, there's just so many variables that are outside of your control of like, are people going to be tuning in? What other shows are going on right then? Like, does it happen to be the sizes they're looking for? So, right. But yeah. I think that's kind of what I was expecting to see a kind of a mix of if people are going to be continuing trying live styling um, in 2023. It'll be interesting to like do this kind of poll again, like later in the year and see if it like picks up more or if it falls off more. Yeah. I could see live styling being like more popular during the winter just because it's cold outside and maybe <laughs> true because when it's nice out you're also competing with like people just being out and about not at home on yeah phones. that'll be interesting too if, if there's any kind of seasonality to this for sellers or for buyers just like not having as many uh maybe things going on in the winter i don't know <laughs> yeah all right so then we also had a question box on our story that just asked what's our what's your least okay what's your favorite or least favorite part of live selling and there's some good thoughts in here too so one that jumped out here was their least favorite thing is not make like you wasted your time which i think if you've had us at had a live show that was more of a flop you know what that feels like and i totally relate with this one yeah <laughs> one that's the worst part because it's like you must feel like like when you're prepping the show you just have such high hopes for it and it's just so sad to see it come crumbling down it's like, well, like hard even, to reckon with. even in the last episode how i said like oh after the live shows it usually takes a little bit of time to get organized again and saying how like when i make a sale in a live show i throw like that item on my bed so like at the end you hopefully have a huge stack of stuff on your bed that you need to like either put back on the carts and you can package it up later or put it somewhere else. You know what I mean? But yeah. like after that last up. live show I had literally just turned it off and <laughs> walked away. <laughs> just got into bed. <laughs> just hop into bed and hope for a better day tomorrow. <laughs> literally. And there's like so many points. When you have those live shows, but if you like tune in and there's like not many people on, and then yeah. someone you know pops in, it's just like, just please leave. Just, <laughs> I know that's what you and Macy joined them, just like, guys, just go <laughs> have a good night. <laughs> that always happens to me. It's always like I have like four people in there that I'm working with, and then it's like. <laughs> someone i know in real life joins like one of our cousins or something and i'm like i just don't want you to see me like hey. this <laughs> yeah you're like you wasting your time but you just got to think about it like how to streamline that prep like i think the best yeah. advice if you do have a show that flops at least try running that same stuff again like another time even later that night or like the next day or something like that luck every time i've done that yeah, you don't have to start the whole next show from scratch. For one of the favorite parts of live selling, someone wrote, move inventory quickly if you can sell, which I totally agree. I mean, you've had 
situations where you source something that day and then have yeah. it on a live show and it sells and then the next morning you're bringing it to the post office it's just like that's ideal like it never went into your closets or anything so yeah I feel like that's like the huge drawing point of doing live selling and something that definitely brings me back to trying it even if I have a bad sale that's definitely a huge highlight getting to flip that stuff so fast like just feels like when it's working it's working yeah (laughs) definitely Okay, another person said that their favorite part is making sales and getting to know their customers better, which that's, I really like that way of looking at it because I've had that too, where people have now come to like a couple of my live shows, like as a repeat, you almost like are able to build a relationship. Like when I used to work retail, like it's very similar. They're like, I'm looking for jeans and like these sizes, da, 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 da. Like you're almost personal shopping for them. And then when I'm shopping throughout the week, you kind of can keep an eye out for them. It's very very cool building that relationship definitely it's fun too if someone makes like multiple purchases during your sale and you be kind of see the bundle that they're creating and like kind of get their style in your mind too it's just like fun to see what people okay someone that bought these jeans also likes this kind of shirt you know what I mean yeah see how their style goes together I feel like that's helpful in future sourcing as well and yeah I really enjoy that too of like interacting with the people when 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 they're purchasing items definitely so I had a girl just popped into one of my live shows um a while back and she like in the chat was like oh I'm next like I'm gonna be moving to Phoenix soon and I was like oh that's so cool like da 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 And on Instagram, I'm in like a group chat with a bunch of resellers that are in the Phoenix area from that like dinner I went to. So I was like, oh, you should like message me on Instagram. I'll add you to this group. That way, like you can like know people. So she ended up messaging me on there and added her to the group. The group, we do those dinners every now and again, but we haven't had one or anything in a while. The, The chat's been pretty quiet in there. But then the other day, this last weekend, I went to meet up with some of my other reseller friends she came with us she like ended up coming with one of the other girls and was like oh hey like I'm one that was on your live show so like that is so cool it all started in the live show (laughs) oh my gosh nice okay we had another response that for the least favorite part they said it's too much work pulling inventory to sell two things Mm. yeah I get yeah I feel like I'm getting there like if I have a couple more shows that don't go so well, like I will probably be in the same boat where it's like even not even like just like taking the couple hours out of your night to like have the live show prep the live show and stuff like that just might not be worth it if you're only able to sell a couple things. So I totally get that. And Hopefully we can turn it around. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe an idea for that. So maybe if like you're feeling like it's not fitting in where it's making sense to spend that time prepping, but maybe like every quarter, every six months, like I know sometimes we go through our closets, pick stuff to like bring to like Buffalo or Play-Dohs to trade in because it's just like stale inventory. You could kind of just schedule it in as like one of those visits every now and again that you like, you know, I'm going to try going live to maybe sell through some of this stuff, but otherwise I'll just bring it to Buffalo the next day. if, it, mm, if it doesn't sell. That's a good idea. 
that way it's like you're already you're kind of killing two birds with one stone like you're pulling it especially if you do a pause show it's already listings that are in your inventory so you don't have to like create new listings you know even if you only sell a handful of things you'll probably get a better payout from a pause show versus what they're going to give you at play-dohs for that item. right definitely yeah that's a good tip like to do the live selling doesn't have to mean you're doing one every week or something yeah or like you're sourcing specifically for it you know what i mean right you can work it in different ways yeah i had thought about too i might i might do this this week so if you see me doing this then you'll know why but (laughs) um like recently over the last couple months like i found a bunch of like pink and red dresses or just like kind of cutesy girlier things so i'm like oh i should do like a i should just pull all this stuff that i just have listed in my regular poshmark and do like a valentine's day theme show Mm, i know um resale over retail does her like instagram story sales and i know like last year she did like a valentine's day theme one that was such a cute idea i love that so yeah definitely just to mix it up and i feel like if you have a theme like that just so much easier to market all right another least favorite part someone mentioned was fear of public speaking honest i related to when i realized i was the only one in the show i i think that was like kind of just puts you off kilter a little bit of like not knowing what to say you know but i feel like even if you can like practice what you're gonna say or like some things that you could say before the show it helps a lot i know like before my first show ever i like kind of pretended like I was selling a couple of the items like just to myself just so I could like think about like okay I could talk about the sleeve length on this one I could talk about you know different things just kind of have some of those in your back pocket in case you do find yourself to be more nervous once you the camera rolling on you but yeah I totally get you're not really into public speaking be a negative point of live selling but yeah like even having a few things written down for each item I know too like for my first sale I had like a piece of paper that had like a lot of information on it and it was almost like when you're doing a presentation and you have note cards and it's just like nice to have something to fall back on yeah feeling frozen yeah so I think that would be my advice if you wanted to keep trying live selling but the the fear of public speaking was holding you back uh, in any way or just yeah. having that, that other person in the room really helps too. of just having someone that's kind of has your back too and can help you out. If you can't think of what to say next. Totally. I think just be yourself. I know that's like so cheesy. I don't think in order to do live selling, I know like some people have like super high energy, like, almost performer like personality during the live shows but like there's gonna be some buyers that really vibe with that and there's also gonna be vibe like buyers that like want a more chill vibe or want a more you know what i mean like there's gonna be a personality for everyone so don't like feel like you have to be super extroverted if that's like really not if you are more totally you know you can have a a show where you just like you can still connect with people in your own way just like try to think of it like you're just showing cute clothes to your friends right all I just pretend I'm on FaceTime with Maddie sometimes. Sometimes she's the only one at my shows. Yeah, that's a good thing to think about too. Like it's it's less of a presentation. It's more of just like showing the items that you have. It's not 
Yeah. It doesn't need to be super formal or anything like that. Yeah, to show off like what you're excited about for each item, like why you picked it up and how you would wear it. I don't know. Just try to think of things of how you can talk about these items because it can, it can be a bit awkward if you. I've had that happen too, where I feel a little frozen, where I'm like not sure what to say, or I just I don't know. Sometimes you you know sometimes I feel really confident when I'm doing the live shows, and then sometimes I have nights where I feel really like self conscious for some reason, and it's just like yeah. I feel like everything I'm saying, I just feel like. It's not coming out right. I feel awkward. And then once you get in your head on that, it's like hard to move past mentally. Yeah. Just try to yeah. fall back on like, okay, I'm just showing like clothes that I bought to sell. Like, here's why I bought it. Like, I don't know. That helps yeah. <laughs> I think it's helpful too to, if you're feeling, I definitely have it sometimes where I'm like, man, I'm saying the same thing over and over again. I'm like, oh, this one's really cute. You know what I mean? Like, I can't think of other words to describe things. And I'm just like, feel like I'm repeating things a lot. If you just take a second to like get a sip of water, it kind of like gives you a second to not say anything and like reset a little bit. So that is a nice little trick. And then also if you play music, feel like that just makes it less uncomfortable for the seller like I don't even know if the people can hear the music very well or like like the music but like just for my own sake it's like nice to just not only hear my own voice yeah (laughs) speaking so those those two things can help if you're not feeling as confident that night for whatever reason can kind of help get you through it set the vibe so that way it's at least not all on you to just like be putting on the show you know you have some things to go back on and it's one of those things too where it's like just like giving a speech or a presentation anywhere else the person talking any silences longer to you than they like really are to right it's totally fine to like have a few moments of silence like get a drink of water it's fine to even like leave the camera for a little bit and like come back like don't put pressure on yourself that like it has to be perfect public speaking production skills. value yeah yeah <laughs> totally. it's more of just a stream less so less of like a polished like presentation that you need to give right yeah it's nice too to like kind of turn your face away from the camera for like a second I don't know I'm not used to like staring at myself for like an hour <laughs> so yeah. that can be kind of a lot too so just like Like, if you're going to get the next item, like, having that second to just, like, refresh. Definitely. I've had to, like, go blow my nose before. Like, honestly. (laughs) You've been on any of my shows, like. True. Your nose always starts running at the worst time. Whenever I start talking, I'm just, like, I don't know. (laughs) But once in a while, I just start going, and it's, like, the energy, like, just hits right for some reason, where I feel like. Then the chat gets going. I don't know. I don't know how to like explain it, but it's like, I think the less you worry about it, the more like natural it seems. And then it. Yeah. The more like authentic you seem, which is hard. It's like, if you're nervous, it's like, yeah, how do I be more authentic? I'm nervous. Like, yeah. Cause there's another time where I feel so awkward and I'm like, I'm just like the weirdest person ever. Like I'm not vibing with my own energy. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) honestly, you guys should just all leave now. This is horrible. I wouldn't even want to. Yeah. (laughs) okay so then we had a couple more that kind of go into each other so we'll just group them here uh a couple people said that they have not been approved by poshmark to do the live selling yet any tips for getting approved and like they can't figure out how to do it that sort of thing yeah our sister was just asking us this too 
I guess I for some reason thought it was totally open now, but it I guess it's not. Yeah, I don't I think it's not. <laughs> so I know I this might be outdated information. I know at one point Poshmark in one of their like because Poshmark has their like blog posts they do. And there was one about live selling and th that was where you could find a link to sign up. So I'm not sure if that is how you go about doing that still, but that is the only lead I have. Cool. Well, those are some of the responses we got for live selling. Let us know if you have any other thoughts or ideas for live selling. I think it's just a topic that I know we're interested in always learning more about and hearing what other people are doing. Definitely. There's so many ways to do it. So we'll be back next week with another episode. If live selling is not your thing, don't worry. I know we talked about it last week and this week, but um, <laughs> next week will be a totally new topic. And yeah, we definitely want to talk. We don't want to become just like the live selling <laughs> talk show here. Speculating podcast. <laughs> we got our finger on the pulse of the live selling community. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we had a, we had a enough um responses on some of the stuff that we were like okay like we could we could talk a little more about live selling and yeah we want to keep yes. that conversation going definitely so if you enjoyed today's episode feel free to give us five stars on spotify and apple podcast we absolutely love to see those yes and if you have any questions feedbacks listener wins you want to share with us if you want to get your brag on about something that's going well with your reselling lately you can always hit us up in our email, sisterswhoposh at gmail.com or send us a DM on Instagram at sisterswhoposh. And also me and Maddie do have personal Instagrams for our reselling. So if you feel like it, you could also follow us at shopwithmaddie27 and at shoptaylorj, J-A-E. We haven't done the promo in a while. True, yeah. They're also linked in the show notes of every episode. So Oh, we make it so If easy. you didn't catch the spelling... They're there. They're there. <laughs> Maddie with a Y. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll be back next Tuesday. Talk to you soon. Love you, Maddie. Love you too. Bye. Bye.